0: Welcome to the Dumb Idea Podcast Show with Mike and Alex. We thank you for joining us as we have a couple of beers and a cigar and talk about what's going on in our lives. Grab an adult beverage and a smoke and settle in with us. Please like, subscribe, and comment on each show so we can hear whether you agree or disagree with our take on things. Listen wherever your favorite podcasts are and at www.dumbideapodcast.com. Okay.
1: So my refrigerator dies a couple weeks ago, and uh, it started dying slowly. It was an LG refrigerator, which I've later heard are not the best refrigerators, even though they look really cool. Make good cell phones but uh, and TVs, but not so much in the refrigerator department. So it starts dying slowly over time, and we notice that it won't keep things frozen, And but the refrigerator itself still works, so we start looking for one. We have a repair guy come out. Repair guy says, eh, he because I can fix it for a thousand bucks and it might last, it might last you uh, a, a year, it might last you three years, it might last you a week. Can't tell. So, we decide to bite the bullet and uh, buy a new refrigerator. So, we go to a uh, one of the big retailers to, to buy this refrigerator. I buy it online. You can and, name names. It's all right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I go to, to, to Homie D. To the uh, the orange one, and uh, and and buy the the refrigerator, and um, I buy it online. So when I buy it, they tell me I also order a an ice maker, a secondary ice maker. So I buy it. They say the ice maker's out of stock. Okay, it'll be backward, but they give me an expected delivery date of the refrigerator, and we also got a microwave for uh, later that week. Awesome. So we get a call on Thursday telling us when our expected delivery date is, and they tell us that it's like July 20th. Now, this is June, early June. So we're like, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, Why is that? And they said, oh, well, the ice maker's on back order. Okay. So meanwhile, this is a bunch of phone calls and going through the menu and press one for this and two for this and then say yes. Now, I, I can't understand how... We have facial recognition, voice recognition, all this stuff. And it asks you a question for delivery problem, say yes. And you say, yes. And it says, I'm sorry, I didn't get that for delivery problem. So you do this over and over again. It still can't hear you. So eventually you talk to somebody. You have to tell them the story. Then they transfer to somebody else. You tell them the story. You go on and on and on and on and on. Now, you hear people typing every time you tell the story. You hear a keyboard going in the background. So you'd think when they transfer your call to the next level that that would go with them. Oh, no. They want to hear the story over again. And then the next one wants to hear the story over again. So you end up telling the story 13 times throughout this whole whole mess. It's the torture test to make sure you're serious. Right. So my patience for this is very low. Um, I generally uh, won't have, like, uh, if it's not something really big like that, I'll just hang up because right. I'm not waiting. They they know that they're going to make me hang up the phone. And I'm the, that guy that doesn't have the time to deal with it. Well, I have plenty of time. I just don't want to deal with it. There are other things I'd rather do. So it turns out that we end up going through four expected delivery dates with no refrigerator. This problem goes on for weeks. Now we have another refrigerator. It's in the basement. Which means I have to walk up and down the steps to get stuff out of the refrigerator. Nobody got time for that. No. And the first week it was fun. Like, hey, let's get takeout every day. You know, it was a week of my birthday. Like, let's, you know, this will be, this will be cool. Mm. You know, hey, what do you want tonight? Chinese? Let's do it. Pizza? Let's do it. But that got old after a while. Um, Gets old on the wallet, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, but this keeps, it keeps happening. So rather than being upfront and honest and saying, hey, this, we can't make this delivery. They uh, they go and they promise you the world and then don't deliver. Literally, don't deliver. And then it goes to the next level. It happens again and again and again. And it's almost like they're so desperate to make that sale that have they just been honest in the beginning and said, hey, we can't make this delivery? I would have changed the product or changed retailers. Right. But I wouldn't have this huge negative taste in my mouth from... Home Depot. Now right. I can tell you that I, I can go and say all day I'm never going to Home Depot again. We all know that's not true. We're right? going Home Depot. To <laughs> right.
0: But so, they were basically it, there's the old mantra in business under under promise over deliver. Mm-hmm. Except they were under promising or uh, wait, over promising and under delivering. Right. And so not far. delivering. Right. So <laughs> not doing. They're not. They're not. Uh, they're not doing great right now. Yeah. All right. Go. And on. and which which begs the question. You know, I've had
1: experiences with, you know, dealing with these big companies, and even smaller ones, and, you know, the old mantra that customer's always right, and I kind of have the feeling that that's kind of going away, that the customer isn't always right. In fact, they generally just want you to go away right, and not have to deal with it, um, and, you know, they, they there are studies that have proven this, that if someone has a negative experience, they tell... You know, they tell 30 people if they have a positive experience, they tell two. Yeah. So, you know, is it if you put the extra effort into do, making it right or doing it right, then that goes a much longer way than doing it, than,
0: than doing it the way they did it. So, contrary to what you're saying, though, if someone, if, if a company does something right, Customer service wise, mm-hmm. they might not leave reviews on a review website, but the word of mouth—that's number one referral for any company. Oh yeah, is word of mouth yeah. right? That spreads quicker than any negative review. Yep. because word of mouth—if if it's coming from someone you know, someone you trust, a friend, coworker, whatever—it holds far more weight than an anonymous guy online. Yeah, right. The only place where that might not hold true is Yelp in restaurants. Well, right? Yelp is Yelp is comical. Yelp sometimes it's funny just to read Yelp reviews. Right. Um, the worst
1: ever. Like really. Well, well that's
0: yeah. why you got, you got to go with the aggregate, right? Yeah. So like when we like when we're looking on Yelp, we're looking for at least a hundred reviews. Yeah. Right. And if it's got like four and a half stars, after a hundred reviews, mm-hmm. all right, the place is doing a lot of stuff right. Yeah. Whereas after. 100 to 500 reviews, you're still poking around three and a half stars. Yeah. You're probably not doing a great job. Right. 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 Now, on the flip side of Home Depot, I had a very good experience where our fridge also died. We, we, our fridges died almost exactly yeah. the same time. So I think they, had, they had like a,
1: like, it was like a, like a suicide. Uh, contract with each other. About, Listen, I don't know what they were.
0: The, the, the things are probably talking to each other <laughs> over Wi-Fi or some some junk, you know. Who knows what's happening. But anyway, my fridge decides to die. Your fridge goes like within two, three days, you're out too. Oh, yeah. So my wife goes online. Josh, She she actually went to the store with my mother who was also looking at washers and dryers. She's in there. She says, I like this one. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. She goes, I'm tired of shopping. I'm tired of looking. Because that's another thing. Trying to compare models Oh. Is ridiculous. It's easy with a car. Yeah. Because you kind of generally know, like, you know them. Right. But a refrigerator. Yeah. I I have no idea if a GE is better than Whirlpool, is better than Kenmore, is better than Samsung, is better than LG. You want to I can tell you they're
1: all better than LG. Well, what (laughs) is the
0: thing? My Samsung? Garbage. Mm -hmm. Straight up garbage. Yeah. In fact, I also had a guy that came to repair it probably four or five years ago. Mm -hmm. He said, look, these things have a known defect in the cooling system. That's what needs to be replaced, or you can just unplug it, let it thaw out, and plug it back in, let it go again. Right? Okay. Well, unfortunately, when you do that, the the ice melts, water builds up underneath the drawer,
2: mm-hmm.
0: over and over and over again. Yeah. And so we're stuck and sitting there just sopping it up with towels. Yeah. All right. I, I'm done with that. I'm done with that. <laughs> so we're like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna go get some. and it's not gonna be an L, it's not gonna be an LG, it's not gonna be a Samsung. I'm done with this. Go. What's next? Yeah. Now the GE is great. But I haven't heard much bad about GE. So we're like, okay, "Okay, this is the GE we're going to get. we bought it online. This is the size we want. Great. Call up. The delivery was less than satisfactory. However, we had one date. They came. And then the guy looked at us and said, we don't touch copper lines.
1: Oh, we got that one too. Yeah. And I'm just
0: like, what do you mean? You're an installation guy. Well, we don't touch copper. Yeah. I literally, I went down to my basement, shut off the main water to my house unscrewed the water line from my old fridge just so they would take the old one out and leave the new one because the guy's like well we could leave it here like yeah but then i got two fridges in my house right one of which doesn't this one's gotta go yeah all right so i figure out i take the copper line screw it right in look i know it's not a great solution but it it makes it so i can turn the water back onto my house and i don't have a flood great all right but i'm looking at the guy going like i'm about to i'm about to tip this dude 40 bucks yeah him and his boy for bringing it in because they didn't bang up my walls. But you're not going to touch this little copper line. Dude, three seconds. Turn a knob, unscrew it, screw it back in. Yeah. You can't do that Right, because it's copper.
2: Yeah. You well, burn
0: it, your fingers off. And, and
1: we ran into that, too, because they actually did show up twice uh, with a refrigerator. So they bring it in and they say, oh, you have a copper, you know, that you have a copper line. Now, I was at work when this happened, my wife's home. So I say, put the dude on the phone. So I talked to him, and, and there's a language barrier between the two of us, and we're talking over cell phone, and I th- Lindsay said, you know, my wife said he never took his mask off, which um, kind of makes it difficult to, to talk th- on a phone. But I was able to communicate with him, and, and I said, look, w- what's the problem with we can't touch copper? I said, okay. I said, you know, and then he tells me there's no shutoff valve. I said there is a shutoff valve. It's in the basement. I turned it off this morning before I left. So, nope, we can't touch copper. I said, can you just disconnect it? Nope, can't touch it at all. I said, so you're telling me that you can't just disconnect it. No. And I was trying to think. So I, I, told Lindsay. I said, hey, is is Ty there? Run across the street and get. Is Rob there? Nobody's around. Right. Because they could have just come over and twisted it off, no problem. I actually had a braided steel water line. I just hadn't put it in yet. Mm -hmm. Like, it was there. Yeah. So when I talked to customer service for, like, the 15th time, um, I tell them about this, and they said, oh, well, it's in the email we sent you.
0: Yeah, who reads that?
1: Yeah, so it's buried in there in tiny little print. I said, you need to put that. I said, you're wasting everyone's time here. I said, you need to put that. Like, when you order this thing, it needs to be, like, a picture that says, if you have something like this, we
0: can't deal deal with it you need to do xyz prior to delivery because think about it. you you and i had the same issue yeah you can't tell me that nine out of ten people they go to don't have the same setup right right or, and maybe that's a big exception. i'll say six out of ten so sixty yeah. percent of the time you got your you got your guy there saying I can't touch this. Yeah, because back come in the day. On, get out of here with this nonsense.
1: Because yeah, back in the day, the way to do it was a saddleback valve mm-hmm. that would screw into the pipe. And then that copper line would come off of it, drill a hole through the floor, connect the refrigerator to that. Right. So that's what we had going on. And the reason I had the braided steel line is because I had a leak that I repaired on myself. Um, and that was actually a pretty easy fix, uh, unlike most of my plumbing projects, which one of which I still have going on to this day. Um And I I was able to do it But it's like You can't You can't even just take The Disconnect it And get the old fridge Out of there Right You can't even do that Nope And they're just Leaning on policy And I get it Probably because Someone screwed
0: something up And they got sued Or whatever Well they probably They probably broke the copper Or bent the copper Broke it or whatever Snapped off Caused a flood In someone's house Now Home Depot's On the hook for the flood Yeah it, it, that's exactly what happened to somebody, yeah. right? Yeah. It, yeah. Now, now, now the policy is we don't touch company. Right. I get it. Right. right. And, and I but, understand it. However,
1: <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, it's dis, it's disconnected. I'm on my way home. I'm currently traveling at 90 miles an hour at home to catch you guys while you're there. <laughs> right. Um, just disconnect it. Like, you don't have to connect it. I have another line. I can connect the refrigerator. It's easy enough to do. Nope. Okay. So there's strike 15. Like... Like, you got... Like, we've battered the whole... Struck out the entire order. Right. Like, you know, with, with the, by this point. And, you know, I guess they just... They tell people to just... Hey, this is the policy. Stick to it. Right. Um, don't deviate. There's no
0: room for deviation. Well, because it's not worth... Them. So, let's say six out of ten people got copper. Five out of ten times they touch it. That one time they cause an issue... Yeah. With the flood. And... Yeah, you know, let's say they let's say like the guy did it for you, right? You know he's not supposed to. He did it for you, but what if you're that one out of ten that says, "Well, you shouldn't have done it anyway." Now I'm going to sue Home Depot for oh, the yeah. repairs of my house. Yeah. and you know there's that one guy. Oh, there's that, always. I wonder it goes back to. And I think this was the start of where customer service went away from the customers always right. You may, and you remember this probably? I think we were about probably early teens, Mm -hmm. the McDonald's coffee lawsuit. Yes. The lady, like apparently it was, I don't know if it was a lady or a guy, but they spilled the coffee on themselves because the top wasn't put on properly. Mm -hmm. Everyone knows that that those tops, when they went on top of the styrofoam, they were always going to be loose, right? Yeah. And this dummy probably either squeezed the cup too hard, Bumped into something, top comes off, burns their hand, well, so, yeah. and they blame McDonald's. Yeah, she put Not it, them. Well, she put it between her legs.
1: There you go. All right. And that's that's what, rather than using the cup holder in the car- Sure. Right. It, you know, and she put it between her legs. Now, the coffee
0: was super hot. But coffee's hot. Yeah, what do you expect? Everyone knows it's hot. Right, That's Co- why it's, it, on the cup, actually, I don't know if on the cup it said hot back then, but it does now. Oh, yeah, to let you know. Yeah, to let you know it's hot. Yeah. But- I think eventually some of these companies started to realize that even if I provide great customer service nine out of ten times, I'm gonna I'm gonna upset someone that one out of ten, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna offer them free French fries or another free coffee, and that's not enough for them. The I'm sorry is not enough for them. Yeah, they're gonna look for the payday. Yep, and. Also, that one person, that one out of ten, like you said, the angry people are the loudest. Yeah. They're in in today's day and age. Now it's a post on Facebook. Now it's a post on on Yelp. And, you know, like it or not, people do look at reviews online. But -hmm. I mean, a lot of people will go and get advice from someone else. But let's say refrigerators, you buy them once every five to seven years. Yeah. You know, maybe you ask your your group of friends, "Hey, where did you get a refrigerator? Were you happy with it?" Well, I haven't bought one in five years. The yeah. models aren't the same anymore. The the it might be the same five vendors, or maybe the the, the small appliance store that I got my fridge from doesn't exist anymore because they went out of business because Best Buy undercut them. Yeah,
1: you know. So, well, it's like when I bought my fr- the LG fridge that died. We got it from HH Gregg.
0: Yeah, and
1: gone. Yeah, completely gone. Yeah, so we I never. I never buy those extended
0: warranties from the store, right?
1: But it's like I'm glad I didn't because who right. am I going to call? Right, right,
0: right. Now you're going to call nobody. <laughs> yeah. You're going to what are you going to call the holding company? Yeah, and like, now owns whatever's left of eight grade, which is right. nothing, right? Yeah, they'll come right over. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure be, they're on the way. From we'll, the... We'll, they'll 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 be as prompt as the Home Depot delivery guys, <laughs> right? Were. Yeah, yeah, and they'll be like, oh, no, sorry, yeah, we can't do anything yeah. for you. But you know, there there are some
1: simple things that that could have been done in this situation that to me it doesn't take a lot of you know if you're not doing copper you got you can't put it in
0: fine print nobody reads that stuff right and and that's something you could easily put like they they put three things like they put three bullet points in the email right underneath the fridge name and they're big and you're right they have pictures on them yeah it's like a picture circle and words that are bold and they're like bigger font than everything else yeah put a fourth one yeah. It says copper lines. If you have a copper line, disconnect it from your fridge and turn off your main water line. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It would solve that problem. Yeah. And that, that would have solved one of the failed delivery attempts. <laughs> True. Now, I, I will say, when we ordered that, we ordered the fridge from Home Depot. They came out the day they said they were going to come out. Delivery had a little snag to it. But then we had, we had another issue. And that was we had a pretty sizable dent in the side of it that we Mm -hmm. didn't see because we were looking at everything else in the fridge. We didn't even think to look at the side or even the back of it. And there was a dent. Mm -hmm. We're like, well, we already took it. We already accepted this. I'm not going to have someone come back out to take it back. Because I think within 36 hours, you can have them come back out. We're not not doing it. So we called Home Depot. Mm -hmm. Lovely lady picked up the phone. And I said, look, this is the situation. We didn't see this dent. It's a big dent or sizable dent. Now, don't get me wrong. We got a magnet over top with a picture on it. Can't see it anymore. Right. All right. And she's like, hey, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, Let me call the GE rep because Home Depot doesn't stock any of this stuff. They're basically delivering from a GE warehouse. Yeah. But Home Depot is like the broker. Yeah. All right. So they're like, let me call the GE rep and we'll see what we can do. supposed to be on hold for like 15 minutes. Gets back on the line. Well, they offered you four hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. I said, thought about it. I'm like, hey, four hundred bucks—it's better than nothing. And I was like, Janice, we're probably going to take this four hundred bucks. I don't want to send it back. I don't want to deal with this anymore. Mm-hmm. I said, but look, this isn't coming out of Home Depot's pocket. If it's coming out of G's pocket. Would you mind going back and asking for six <laughs> hundred? Would you like? Look, this is, does it hurt to try? Yeah. And She says, I hear you. <laughs> she goes, I'm gonna try for you, and I'm like, yeah, right. You know, yes. she's not doing it. She's gonna call. She, or, or she's gonna, she's gonna put me She'll on put hold. Put your whole check. And she's, plug. yeah, she's looking at it like she's playing Minesweeper, or something, right, right. She she puts me on hold another ten minutes. Gets back to me. She says, hey, she goes, I can't believe this, but they're gonna give you six hundred. They're giving you the six hundred. Okay. And I said, you know what, Janice, I'll take it, and I thank you. For being my yeah. advocate, right? Yeah. So for me, the Home Depot experience was actually positive. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I got a I got a, fr- a, a what, a $2,000 fridge with a dent in it, but right. you know, I actually got it for 1400 now, which yeah. makes that dent all, all the easier to, on the eyes. Yeah. And I'm, so I'm okay, I'm just, but Home Depot, in my eyes, did good by us. Yeah, right. But if I were in your shoes... You know, Lowe's is an extra 15 minutes out of the way, but I might be heading there next
1: time. Well, and that's, and what we ended up doing was going to Best Buy, and they were great. It was easy. But now the difference is we went there in person. Yeah. We didn't do it online. And I'm still kind of old school. I buy a lot of stuff. I like to go to the store to buy
0: stuff. Um, Well, my wife, I mean, my wife went to the store and looked at this fridge. It wasn't like we just bought it all online. But I mean, we did the purchase online, but she saw it in person. Yeah. And,
1: and, you know, like, I'll get something from Bass Pro. I can very easily just order it online. But I, I like to go up to Bass Pro.
0: You know. Yeah. I mean, there's certain things that, like, I buy the same pair of shoes that I've I, I bought them for. Like, I buy them from Amazon, but it's literally the same brand and model. Yeah. That they discontinued everywhere else. But I know what I'm getting, so I don't need mm-hmm. to go. I don't need to go try these shoes on. Right. Because I've been wearing them for six years. Yeah. Right. But other stuff Like It's like you don't want to play the clothes game No Right Where you get the clothes They don't fit right Or the shirt's not right It's not long enough certain in certain places Or the arms are too t- Whatever the, sh- the the bathing suit's too big Or too small well, Whatever then, And then certain brands And then you like, gotta send it back in the mail right. It's like
1: Oh I don't want to deal with no, this Cause then Like I have a pair of shoes in my basement Right now That were supposed to be sent back in the mail Cause they didn't fit And they're still there I got a bathing um, suit In yeah. my room Same deal <laughs> And And the thing is like Certain manufacturers, like Under Armour, cut smaller than than other, you know, than, than other companies. So if you get Under Armour, but if you don't know that, you say, oh, that's a nice Under Armour shirt. I'll get it. I normally wear two X or three X or whatever it is, and it shows up and like I look like you know what is this medium? Right. But it's cut smaller. It's right. just the way they do things. And there's a slim
0: fit. Yeah, cramp. whoever thought of that can go. F you need to stop that nonsense. Look, yeah. I, I get it. You're jacked. You're buff. You you got big lats. Yeah. and a small waist. I get it. You, yeah. know, you, you didn't do core day. <laughs> you, you were buffing out on biceps and, and rowing machines. Right, right. And, you, and, and now you want something that's going to be snug. Yeah. Just get out of here yeah. with your, with your weird-shaped body.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're into fitness. Yeah. I'm into fitness burrito in my mouth. Right. And, you know. And I got I to pay the
0: price yeah. because they're making everything fit for you.
1: Right. right. Stop. Yeah. Knock, knock that off. But, I mean, some companies are real good about returns um most of them are a- amazon is like they don't even they're like yeah just send it back. <laughs> you don't even need a reason
0: oh yeah just bring it to ups they'll they'll even
1: they'll even package it for you yeah at this point <laughs> yeah like we ordered a bouncy house from amazon and it had a it had a hole in it like it busted at the seam and and it wasn't like we had 40 kids in there like there were three little kids jumping around in there and it it busted at the seam and we Lindsay called and said hey they're like, oh yeah, we're, we're gonna send you a new one. Just send the old one back. So we stuff, like I stuffed it. I somehow managed to get this thing back into the, into the pack, original box, and get it sealed up, and we sent it back, and there's no problems. Like you know, but I think sometimes with them, they're buying so much, and they it really shows how little
0: they're probably paying for this stuff. Well, that a lot of times though, they're not even the ones buying it. Yeah. So the Amazon, Amazon's got what they got, uh, freight by Amazon. We're essentially like. Let's say I've got my own business, and I can buy a 1,000 of a product, mm-hmm. ship it to Amazon. They'll warehouse it, and when someone buys it, they'll ship it for me. Uh-huh. But they don't own the merchandise. I do. Right. And they take like a 30% cut. Wow. it's Yeah. It's, if you ever do, do a YouTube search for FBA Amazon. Okay. And there's a couple guys that kind of like have their own YouTube channels based around it. Yeah. I, I stumbled across it one day. That's how I found out about it. But here's the thing, though. If you don't have, I mean, don't worry, Amazon has a lot of inventory of their own, right? But if you're the toy store down the road, mm-hmm. right, you don't have $10 million of inventory in stock where someone returns that one Furby, you're like, fine, return the Furby. I'm cool. Because what Amazon's like, they're like, look, I'm not going to give you a hassle because I know you're good, you, you've already got. 10 other things in your cart that you're ready to buy mm-hmm. for 150 bucks yeah so this 10 dollar furby that you want to return great return it in fact if you don't return it yeah not that big of a deal because you got 100 more, 150 more dollars of merchandise in your cart that you're gonna buy yeah i'm gonna make more than that 10 dollar profit than the return item mm-hmm. right the guy the toy store down the road though doesn't have that advantage He's going to put that Furby back into stock unless it's damaged. And if it's damaged, he's got to return it back to his supplier, get his money back. So a store like that can't be, you know, can't do returns for everything. Mm -hmm. They don't have that buying power. And that's kind of like where Amazon, it's like that hidden secret of Amazon. Yeah, It's why they can do that. It's why they can say, sure, just send it back. We'll take care of it. Doesn't matter the reason. The other guy at the store is like, he's got to do it, too, because Amazon's doing it, but he's taking a much bigger hit. Yeah. One, its costs are probably a dollar or two higher per item. And two, you're only going in that store maybe two, three times a year. Yeah. So instead of $150 in your cart in Amazon every other week, he sees you five times a year and gets 150 out of you total. Yeah. Amazon's getting... Three to four grand, if not more. Oh, yeah. Well, the
1: Amazon truck can't drive past my house. Right. So now on a little side note, I keep putting things in my Amazon cart or an hour, at, you know, my wife and I that I want. that has nothing to do with anything, because one time I went I, I had to order something for the house. So I order it and I just bought everything that was in the cart. So all this stuff comes and it was stuff we needed, you know, or you know, gifts for kids coming up and all this stuff shows up. And my wife said, Well, what you know, you bought all this stuff. You know, that was we didn't need to buy all that now. So I don't, I just don't click. <laughs> right. So I'm thinking I'll just start putting stuff in my in the cart, hoping that she'll do the same thing. And she's much better at this than I am. She has not yet um, clicked by by all right. like, Hey, what's this uh, you know, what's this dot radical site doing in here? Like, well, what's this what's this air compressor doing? Yeah, right. click buy all.
0: Right. Well, it's here now. <laughs> yeah. Right? So you send it back. Here here's a fun hint with Amazon. A reason to put something that you're shopping for in your cart, even if you don't plan on buying it, is then when the price goes down, mm-hmm. they'll email you. Oh, okay. So it's actually like kind of doing like so there's other sites like Camel Camel Camel.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You can put Amazon stuff in there and they let you know. Like, you could say, hey, look, I want I want to get this, like, hard drive for 100 bucks. Right now it's listed for 150 When it drops below your price, they send you an email. Yeah. Well, if you just put that item in your cart, it just lets you know when the price goes down or up. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's kind of like a price uh, uh, tracker for you. Yeah. So you can, like, if, if you want to buy, like, let's say you want a Humidors, but you don't know which one. Mm-hmm. You put three in your cart. See which one goes down and If you're just looking for value, you find okay. Well, this one went down ten bucks, or it's on okay. sale. I'm going to snatch this one. Yeah, and then you get rid of the other two. But it's a nice way to track prices. But that's a that's a little Amazon hack for the people. Oh yeah. See, um, I didn't know that, so I, I learned something today. <laughs> um, but yeah, when it comes to customer service though, you, you, it's like you can't do the customers always right anymore, because especially nowadays with the internet, everyone is. Where in the past people would kind of hold their tongue a little bit, mm-hmm. now nobody nobody holds their tongue. No, it's People like, sh- they probably should. Yeah, but they're gonna yell, they're gonna yell at your fifteen year old employee. Yep. And as a, as a boss, you know, back in the day, they would let you yell at the fifteen year old employee, and the boss would come around, the manager of the store would come around, and be like, "Oh, well, what can I do for you? What can we do to make this right?" Yeah. Now, if the manager does that, the lady. There is nothing to do to make it right. Yeah. She's just so irate. Yeah. And so like I think I think companies and store managers and, and uh uh business owners are like, you know what? Making trying to make it right isn't going to make it right with mm-hmm. this person. They're still gonna leave a bad review. Yeah. They're not gonna appreciate what I'm doing. So why do it? Yeah. You just say, you know what? Toss on. Right. And sometimes, actually, it actually has some kind of the little opposite effect where you think like other people in the store might be turned off by that. But other times, other people see how that person's acting mm-hmm. and like, yeah, you should have done that. Yeah, and they well, still, still stuff shot. Yeah, there. and
1: that's that gets just into the general shittiness of the way a lot of people behave anyway. And you know, it's it's just when they get into hyperbole and the the worst ever, and like, really,
0: is that? Is that the worst meal you've ever had? Are you going? You go on YouTube. It's like uh, this. This Tucker Carlson destroys the left. Yeah. Or or uh, uh, it owns looks, the libs. Or Don Lemon wrecks the the uh, the rioters or yeah. something. Like it's like what? that's like. <laughs> I remember when we were young, we We're wrecked. Yeah. It meant like the person was like in a coma. Yeah, about right? to die. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. not today. Today just means. Oh, he wrecked them with words. Meanwhile, he like, called them like a flower or something. Yeah, it's like, or, what yeah, the heck yeah. Is or, this? or brought
1: up some obscure counterpoint to their obscure point. So it's all
0: clickbait. Like they want you to click. Like, oh, I'm going to see it today. Today's the day. Yeah, Tucker Carlson. Yeah, this guy's going to lose it. He lost his job. That's they're it. going. They're going full Britney Spears,
1: shaved head, beating a limo up with an umbrella. That's what they're. No, but the the hyperbole of some of these and like the worst ever. Like it really is that is that the worst ever the now i will say that this particular experience with home depot is probably the worst i've had with any company you know in in recent memory but it's not the worst thing that's ever happened to me hmm. it's not the worst thing that's ever happened to anybody like everyone's alive and that's kind of where my baseline is like mm-hmm. is everybody alive yeah is uh, does is everybody have all the holes in their body that they were born with okay right. we're good um But you'll see people like just lose like winging off like about the smallest thing. And, you know, it really. So I get kind of why these why companies like, you know what? Like you said, no matter what we do, they're on their soapbox. They're just going to stay there. So, you know, let's let's just let them run their mouth. And I think one of the things is that that really like does one bad Yelp review destroy your business.
0: I don't think so. Like I said, when you're looking at when you're looking at the reviews now, no one expects to see a five, full five stars after like a hundred reviews anymore. Yeah, it's almost impossible. Yeah. You're, you're gonna piss someone off. Yep, and I think the majority of people who read these reviews understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they don't, if they, they're never gonna find a place to eat. No, you, because no. we, we, when we went on our trip. We, we go on Yelp and we look we, and we sort by stars. Mm-hmm. There's not one. I mean, if it's got 10 reviews, sure. There might be a, ten, a five star. Yeah. But for the most part, if there's over like 20, 25 reviews, one person had a bad experience. Yeah. And you're not going to any reasonable person is going to be like, well, you're not going to please everybody all the time. Yeah. Or, or what if someone ha- what if someone's great review is three stars? Yeah, some people rate harder than others. Right. I mean, some of these people think they're like real critics, right? <laughs> like their, their star system is one was awful. Two was all right. Three was good. Four was exceptional. Five was over the moon. Yeah. And no one's ever going to get their five. Right. So, you know, it's like, Okay. Yeah, e- easy there, Cisco yeah, Ebert. There's,
1: yeah, there's no there's no control group. Like this is no, not the Michelin right. rating. Of there. Right?
0: These uh, people, uh, these people uh, actually the think they're giving the Michelin stars. <laughs> That's what they think. I'm going to go on Yelp and
1: destroy these people. Yeah, like, like, dude, it's a Denny's. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I
0: gave Denny's two stars. How dare they mess up my Grand Slam? <laughs> but,
1: but you know, I think some of it for for people is really, um, it's perspective, and I got a good dose of perspective so my my son uh, he, had, he broke his leg three year old he running on the pool deck he falls and so take, we take we're up at Hopkins and I had to go to the pharmacy to get medicine for him before we left and they said 45 minutes so I come back I go but it's still not done and the first time I went up there's this lady just berating the person and I get it she called this I was ready she shows up on her lunch break it's not ready yet. I, I understand. But the language that was coming out of this person's mouth was not commensurate with the offense that was committed against her. Like, it was just like people are like, looking at her like, you know, you're you're a little over the top here. Right. And just going after this. And the person's probably 22 year old girl working at the, the pharmacy at Hopkins. And. So I go through the same time. They don't have my prescription ready. I was a little annoyed, but in the line, I was talking to a woman who was there because her daughter, now this is Hopkins, so like there's kids there that are really, really sick. Right. Like my son had a bad injury, but he's going to be fine. Yep. In the end, he's going to be absolutely fine. It's a bummer for the summertime, but it's not, you know, in the greater scheme of things, like. I'm sure this lady would trade places with me in a heartbeat. Right. And to see this. So when I get up and it, it I didn't have, they, you know, his medicine wasn't ready. It really kind of gave me a, a dose of reality. Like, this isn't the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Right. I'm going to go sit on this couch over here and play on my phone. And then in 15 minutes, I'll come back and I'll stand in this line again and I'll get to medicine and I'll walk out. But to get that perspective that really it's not as bad as you make it out to it. You might be inconvenienced and this and that. Uh, but really like, there's a lot of people that have a lot more thing. And, you know, talking to this woman who's there, like her daughter, like serious, you know, it's a, you know, she has cancer and is in for, for treatments and this, and she's picking up like the meds that she's picking up are crazy, but she's as cool and calm as collected. like, doesn't care. Because she's got it like she's dealing with real stuff and me to not have. So what am I going to be? But it's funny to see the just an interesting, an interesting uh, contrast between my medicine's not ready yet and I'm going to lose my mind. And this other lady is like, yeah, whatever. Doesn't matter. So, yeah.
0: And obviously it's not that take it's, it's not going to be pertinent to everybody because obviously you're going to get some people on a bad day. Yeah. Right. And it's just the last thing that put him over the top. But like I can, I can relate to that just because I remember like when I was going through some treatments about 10 years ago, we went to the local pharmacy and every two weeks I came for the same drug. Mm-hmm. It was a anti-nausea drug at the mm-hmm. time. And I got there uh, a day after treatment and right after treatment, I go there, I pick up the drug. Right. And the guy was like, well, we don't have it. Mm-hmm. Like I, like, this is like the sixth time I've been coming in. Yeah. You know what this drug is. You know why I'm getting it.
2: hmm
0: Like, you don't think, as someone who's been coming in here for the last you know, 12 weeks, every other week, to get this same drug that no one else is getting. You know I'm coming back for it. Yeah. That you didn't think to call it in. Right. But, instead of going off on the guy... I'm like, all right, look, when are you going to have it? He goes, I'll have it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I said, all right, do me a favor, though. Every two weeks, I'm going to be here. And I'm going to need this drug. Yeah. It's prescribed by my doctor. I only need it for a couple more times. Can you make sure it's here? Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah. I was like, cool, yeah. man. Thanks. If I berate that guy, no shot, it's there.
1: Yeah, no, F, screw yeah. you. Exactly. And, it, and it, no matter what drug it is. Right. And especially I think some, you know, if you're going to a bigger pharmacy or something like that, where, you know, like you're not, you're not personally vested in the success or failure of that company. No,
0: it's a, it's a job, you know, and. And they're treating them like garbage. Yeah. So they're like, why should I do anything for this? Look, they give me other than the paycheck, which don't get me wrong, is a benefit all in itself. I get that. But yeah, some of these, some of these companies don't treat employees that great. And they're not going to go above and beyond. It's not like working at Costco. Yeah. Like, employees that work at Costco love working at Costco. Oh, yeah. Because they pay over minimum wage. Yep. They have great benefits. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it, like, like I, I always find it funny that companies are always like, well, we keep wages low so we can keep prices low. Okay, well, not every company does that. Right. And there's, there's another way to succeed here. And, and here's the thing.
1: You know the the market is going to pay. And that that whole argument about you know oh well wages we had to ship these jobs overseas because you know how much X Y Z would cost if an American built it no it would cost exactly the same it's just their profit margins wouldn't they wouldn't make as much money
0: right because the market's only going to bear a certain cost like Apple the other little Apple yesterday. I think they they record like six point one billion dollars in profit yeah. for the quarter, yeah. quarter on iPhone sales. Quarter. So you are telling me <laughs> that you couldn't instead of charging a grand for that iPhone, you couldn't charge seven hundred, yeah, and still make a twenty grand, a twenty billion dollar profit yeah. or, on top of the on top of the record cash hoard you have. Yeah, or or build it or build it in America and here. Yeah. Charge and, that thousand bucks. Yeah, and only make that three hundred dollar four hundred dollar profit on that thing yeah and 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 you'll have a 50 billion dollar profit instead of 60 get the hell out of here with this (laughs) yeah you could but you're not because the corporate governance of every single company is to maximize shareholder wealth it's every single company's manifesto yeah so like ford motor company they're
1: they're mission is not to build the best cars they can. Nope. Boeing is not to build the best aircraft. Um, you can name any company. It is to maximize shareholder profit, which is, you know, like with the refrigerator, how much would it cost to add that little picture? You know. <laughs> not <Nothing>. that...
0: <laughs> Literally, you, you, gotta develop,
1: you got a web developer on staff. Yeah, I'm sure they're not, they're not contracting. They probably have some pretty good people that...
0: I mean, they have a good website. Right. So, yeah, I, I think... I mean, as far as, like, I see both sides of customer service. I also see that there's, there's shopper loyalty mm-hmm. for the companies that do it right. Yeah. For example, like, I know people bash Amazon. I'm not saying that their hiring and worker practices are great. But people, it, it, you're never going to run a successful boycott of Amazon. Yeah. No. Because, one, it's really easy to buy stuff. Two, the prices are really good for the most part. hmm And three, if I don't like it, I can return it without any hassle whatsoever. Right. And that's all part of customer service, right? Mm -hmm. Easy to shop. Prices are good. I can return what I don't want. Yeah. Same thing. But look at the opposite. You go to Costco, right? Yes, prices are lower, but there's a trade off. One, I got to pay an annual membership. Mm -hmm. Two, I got to buy larger quantities on most things. But three, I can return anything for any reason whatsoever, and any person in that store. It's not like going to Home Depot. You go to Home Depot, you ask somewhere where some, somebody where something is, and it's like you ask them to kill their dog. <laughs> you go into Costco, you can stop any employee anywhere, anytime. Ask them where something is; they know where it is, and they're happy to take you there and get it. Yeah, like I, I mean. I don't think I've seen more smiling faces of employees than at a Costco. Yeah. They're obviously doing something right. And they're not the only ones. There's other companies that do this. Mm-hmm. But Happy Employees makes good customer service. Yeah. Because they're happy to do it for the customer yeah. because the company's not screwing them over. Right. And I think that's part of it. I think that's part of what leads to good customer yeah. service.
1: And, and you know, if your company's treating you well now, they might not be, you know, it's not at the same level as, you know, a small business owner who, like, the success of that business has a direct effect on the success of them, of them personally. Right. But still, if you like where you work and you like what you're doing
0: and they're treating you well, then you're going to want that company to succeed. Absolutely. It's, That's, but, it, your, pay, it, yeah, your pay is good. Yeah. The boss treats you good. Like you got to go to a doctor's appointment. They're not nickel and diamond. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Go
1: Go ahead. And, and I've met, you know, another company that treats people well. And, you know, from the, the employees of the company that I've dealt with, Uh, is Southwest. Um, They treat their, you know, I've always had, I love flying Southwest. And I know some, I've known people from South, from like a, from a pilot to a ramper, you know, someone loading baggages to like, a buddy of mine is the, this is the supervisor there, you know, and he is in charge of all their ground ops. And they love working for the company. It's, you know, because, and I think because that, valuing their employees as kind of a a corporate ethos. So, and I've always really been treated well by, by them. So, um, and I'm not a business traveler. I'm not traveling all over the place. Right. Um,
0: Two times a year when I'm traveling on Southwest, they're super friendly. Yeah. When there's a delay, you walk up, they let you know what's going on. It's not, well, we'll let you know in 20 minutes. No, yeah, this is the situation or they'll tell everybody in the, in the terminal. Yeah, it's not one of those that, well, we don't know, we don't know, we don't know. Flight's canceled. Yeah. Like no, they're 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 upfront, they're somewhat honest, I mean they're honest with you. But you get on the plane, the flight attendant's friendly, she's smiling at you. It's mm-hmm. not like it's she she doesn't look like she's been beaten over the head fifty times. Yeah. yeah. And that she just wants to jump off the plane. Yeah. The pilots are cracking jokes through the microphone. Mm-hmm. And, no, don't get me wrong, they might be forced to do it. But yeah. you know what? All right. I'm yeah. still I still feel like it's natural.
1: Yeah. It doesn't sound too contrived. I mean, you know, uh, but I've always enjoyed, and I've flown other airlines um, that, you know, and I've flown others where I've flown in first class and then in coach, and it's the the difference. And granted, you're paying a lot of money for that first class ticket. Yep. I didn't. We got right. upgraded, <laughs> but still, it you know you can, you can see the difference in how they treat people. But the first class treatment isn't friendly, jovial banter, and you know it's. Like the business you
0: know. like, yeah, like they're there to serve you Oh yeah, because you, they know what you paid for that ticket Yeah, or what somebody paid for that ticket. <laughs> right. And they're like, they don't, that's where the, comp, like, that's where those flights make their money. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't cost them any extra. you like, you don't, you're not weighing that much more that you're costing more in the fuel. Yeah. Oh yeah. But the price you paid versus the guy in coach.
2: Oh yeah.
0: Like you probably covered three, two to three rows of coach. Mm-hmm. With that one first class ticket. Yeah. You know, so th- those people up front, I mean, th- I think, I think those, the stewardesses know where their bread's buttered. They're like, okay. Yeah. And plus I'm, I gotta I imagine they get tipped.
1: I, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I didn't tip them, but then I was just someone uh, else. Did. Uh, uh, agreed.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> so that lady probably looked at you like, I ain't getting any money out of you. Here's your water plebe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, <laughs> you should, should be, be back peasant. there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But yeah, it's it's definitely. Uh, but I liked the Southwest experience, if you will. Um, and any problems I've had when I fly were were rectified pretty quick. It wasn't a million phone calls or, you know, in every airport, every the, people the ugly side of people really comes out at
0: the dregs airports. Of, the dregs of society are on flights. Yeah, like especially lately, some people just need, get on the plane, sit down. Do what the flight attendant asks you to do. Yeah. And if the flight gets to where you're going, thank them and get off. Yeah. yeah. Like, stop giving these people a hard time. Yeah, don't
1: clap when they land.
0: Yeah, please like, it's so
1: yeah. dumb. Come on. Pilot. Like, what you think? Was it, like, you got a crash? Like, right. oh, thank God this airplane landed. Like, all the other ones I flew crashed.
0: <laughs> save, save us from our travel. And we're clapping because the guy got there like everybody else. Yeah. So, well, I think, like, the last three crashes were, like, from... Uh, conspiracy theory missiles. Oh, yeah. Right? Yes, yeah. Like they went down, like the the one in Malaysia that they just no, disappeared. Nobody still knows how that thing right. went down.
1: there's the other one that the Russians shot down over Ukraine. Oh, Ukraine, yeah. Yeah. Right.
0: And then where there was, I think there was another one where somebody got, like, it got shot down. Yeah. It well, wasn't the, pilot error. Yeah. Or how about, actually, though, I will say this, though, the Boeing issue. Oh, the, the, 737, the 737, Max 737 MAX or something? Max. Yeah, that, that, yeah. One, that was a little bit on the Boeing Yeah, You know,
1: I, I, <laughs> I have talked to uh, a 737 pilot. Um, and he said, like, you just pull the stick back, the
0: autopilot goes off, and you hand-fly the jet. Yeah, I um, f- they need to stop that. So Let the pilot fly the damn plane. Yeah. But, I, get autoply- I get autopilot once you're in the air. Yeah. But can we at least let them take off and land? Yeah. They know and what that, they're
1: doing. And it was funny, because, you know, he said, I was, I was asking him about it, and he goes, yeah, it's, uh, you know, um, stick shakers going off. You, you yoke If you pull the yoke back, the autopilot disengages. When it feels any significant input, the autopilot disengages, and it'll just fly. And then you just fly it to where you're going or make, go to an alt, declare an emergency and land. Yeah, Like it's not, you know, but those ones happen again. Um, I think the, the, the one crash was a foreign carrier. So they operate under different, um, different. They got the B team flying that. Yeah. 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 Well, some of them, like they'll have those cruise pilots on the bigger jets that are just like, they don't know how to land or take off. They, they just sit there and, like if something happens, they go get the real pilot.
0: Right. So, what was the one? That, there's this one airline. It's like Qatar or Emirates Airways or Qatari Airways or something like that. Like something like with the super nice airplane interiors or something. Mm-hmm. Like I always want to fly on. Like they don't fly to the U.S. But like I want to go fly on one of those. Yeah. So like, there's,
1: there's Qatar Emirates and Etihad. The eight. The the the, the the Arab carriers, they know how to do luxury, yeah, and because they, they have like shakes and stuff flying on these things, right? And um, let me go get a little shakeness. yeah, Right? yeah, <laughs> yeah. But then there's some shakes that actually own their own A380, right? And that's what they fly around in, right? We're talking about um, the
0: peasant shakes that are in first class, right? Right, they have to. oh <laughs> not the real, commercial? not the emirs, right? The, the Pope not... flies Alitalia, right? Right. right. <laughs>
1: He's flying commercial. Now, granted, it's chartered, but he's flying, you know. Um, I think the Royal Family flies B A too. So they don't have an Air Force but
0: they, they have to. You know, they can't be Royal Family flying you know flying the the what like the, some special Concorde that they had retrofitted for them. You can't be doing that. Not on not on the people's dime. Right. Although, apparently, they have their own money, so. That's what I've heard, too. I've heard, I've heard they have their own. In fact, they have to give, like, a portion of it, I think, back to the state or something. Like that, oh. Or the country. I'm not sure. No, I they, they get some money from the country, but from what I understand, all the lands of the states are theirs. So, like, real estate-wise and property-wise, yeah, they're loaded. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm sure
1: Buckingham Palace is probably
0: worth a pretty penny. Well, um, plus they're related to... Some other royals and some other countries well, that have all other estates and whatnot. Well, it's funny.
1: Like, during World War I, they were all related. Right. So the, the, King, the I think it was the King of England, the Kaiser, and the Tsar, they were all cousins. Like, they're yeah. all family. Right. And, you know, t- talk about just getting there based upon nothing. Like, <laughs> you have n- no qualifications. There's no meritocracy. Like, oh, you just have to be born to the right guy. Right, you are right. born in the right family. You're in charge now.
0: Right. Like Prince William has any r- redeeming qualities. To let him be the king of a country. Yeah. Like he was born first. Yeah. To the, to the right guy. Right. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. You win.
1: Just luck of the draw. Literal right. luck of the draw.
0: Right. But I mean, he seems like a decent enough dude. He's, you know, I'll be honest with you. I think that's a curse. Just because you now, from the time you're born, you're in, you live in a fishbowl. Oh, yeah. Especially now. Yeah. Like, at least back when he was born, the world wasn't what it is today as far as, like, access and internet and how quickly media gets around and where it can go. Like, I'd say the last 15 years of that dude's life. Like, just lights. Lights, lights, camera, action all the time. From the day his mother died.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, she died because of it.
0: Well, yeah. But, I mean, like, who... Like, if you had to give up every freedom you had but you got to be king. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's like that old King Ralph, right? Yeah. Remember, You remember that movie, King Ralph? I like, guess it's, t- it's like at the end of the movie, Ralph's like, "Nah, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I don't mean, I don't know if everyone's going to make that choice because everyone says, you know, the will more money, more money. It was, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not more money, more problems. It's more money, more money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, who knows how each person would react, but I don't know. I mean, but going back to like customer service, it's like as a business owner, you're, you're stuck between a rock and a hard place. Mm-hmm. Because you don't know if the reviews online are going to tank your business. Yeah, you know. But yeah, the, on the other side of things, you can't just cave to every single you know whiny Janus out there. Yeah, it's just you, you're going to go broke, or you or, or someone's going to see that they could take advantage of you, mm-hmm. and know. then more people are going to come and try and take advantage yeah. of you, and you're going to go out of business anyway. Yeah,
1: you know. yeah. That you know the the whole thing of of you know, when you get into this, especially like it, it kind of leads into the cancel culture talk that's going on. And when Goya, you know, Goya went and he visited Donald Trump, and everyone said, like, you know, boycott Goya. Nobody did. They're doing just fine. In fact,
0: more people bought Goya beans because of it. Yeah, people who probably would not have never bought Goya anything. Well, I think people realize that the people that cause a stink and want to boycott everything don't have any money. Right. <laughs> Like you don't have money in your twenties, yeah. Like you want to, you want to boycott everything for this virtuous reason, but you're 25. Right. You're making 15 bucks an hour. If that, you don't have the money yeah, go ahead, to boycott, boycott Amazon. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Boycott. You have to. You have to buy from Amazon because you can't afford that right. thing
1: anywhere else. Right. Or go ahead and boycott BMW. Right. Like you're ever buying a BMW. Right. But like, okay, you're boycotting us anyway because you can't afford us. Right. That's so. yeah. That's. I mean,
0: it's like me saying I'm going to boycott. Uh, Rolls Royce. Yeah, guess what? I wasn't buying a Rolls Royce anyway because right. I can't afford it. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm. Uh, you know what? I'm making it official today. Boycott, boycott Rolls Royce. Yeah, that's why. Take I have, that Rolls Royce. Yeah, that's why I'm not driving a, a Rolls. I'm gonna, right. you know, throw that too. Why don't I yeah. throw them in there?
1: Bentley, screw them. <laughs> boycott is on. Yeah, <laughs> I'll yeah. show them. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure cars. Yeah, they're really they're really angry that I'm not in their showroom right now. Right. But uh yeah, yeah I don't know now. How do you feel about, so my ideal customer service thing is I don't necessarily want them to, to, I just want responsive. That like, I'm not necessarily, like if I send them an email to their customer service email, send an email back, like right. written by a person. By a person. Yeah. Not, and you can tell when it's not written by a person, like when it's just a bot that's throwing it back at you. Right. Cause especially it says, below it says do not respond to this email right it's right, an right. unmonitored email unmonitored email <laughs> thanks well
0: that means you probably didn't monitor the sending either <laughs> right thanks
1: but like if you can say like i don't need to talk to somebody in fact i prefer not to oh, especially if it means not having to go through the annoying customer service menu let me ask you
0: when, when you're on the phone and they're saying say yes or press Oh. say no or press two i'm not like one yeah two why even give me the option to talk? or do you want to know what bothers me the most when they get rid of the option to press one or two and you have and, to and talk. you have to talk right don't want to talk to it's I'm annoyed enough I have to make a phone call. yeah, I don't want to call anyone right? I don't listen <laughs> the last time I picked up an actual phone call was never <laughs> I shouldn't say it, it's it's been at least unless it's unless it's my wife or one of my aunts yeah. I'm not picking up the phone. Yeah, you. Can, if it's that important, you'll leave me a message. Mm, that's how I look at it, and I will text you back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate talking on the phone, but it, so I mean, anytime I call, you know, even if I got to refill a prescription, it's CVS doesn't give me the option to press one for yes, yeah, I'm instantly pissed off.
1: Oh, I, yeah, and, and the thing is, like, I, I want it to like understand how frustrated I am like it says press one for you know or, or say yes and I'm like yes <laughs> Right? <laughs> so angry <laughs> or drop an f-bomb in there yeah. it doesn't make it do it any faster the other thing I
0: hate is when they they ask you to punch in your account number no give me a real person who can find my account number by my first and or last name yeah if I'm calling you about something I'm too pissed off to get my account number and then your account number <laughs> is like 37 oh digits it's like a, it's like a vin and if oh my god and you get to like the six digit and you accidentally fat finger it and type the wrong uh, thing yeah and then you got to hit the star button to go back to and then you are starting at the beginning yeah and you've got to go through the entire spiel again yep. and it's like you know what no Whatever whatever's bothering even, me keep it and then you can't even hit redial on the
1: phone because it's now made the the number like <laughs> right <laughs> it's got like symbols in it it's the it's phone like, number plus
0: 20 more digits
1: <laughs> like press one press one uh yeah I, i'd rather not do any of that and the thing is if you're going to ask me to tell the story about what's going on yeah and i hear you typing right.
0: you're typing something the next person better be able to read yeah just i s- can read the story just
1: say, now now granted i don't expect you to be able to type for, you're not a transcriptionist right like it's not the court reporter like you know they're not doing shorthand and you know may i have to fill in some some gaps but you get the general gist of what's going on right i shouldn't have to start with day one of the story (laughs) and the thing with is there are so many botched deliveries we had to give day one of the story like i could just rattle it off and there's a great commercial when the guy is he's calling his insurance company it's pretty old commercial and uh said enter your name and your account number he just he has it recorded he puts play he just sits like leans back it's
0: (laughs) It's, with home depot when you gave the story the first time you shouldn't even have to give the story the first time the person should be able to look up look at what your account or your order number and see everything that's going on and see okay you've had five delivery dates all right sorry sir we're gonna fix this right now yeah the buck stops here. Yeah. The best customer service is when the you call the first time, and that person that first time you call mm-hmm. has the authority to fix your problem. Yeah, I don't want to. Ha- I don't want you to have to bump it up to a manager. I don't want because again, if I go to a manager, I got to explain the whole story over again. Yeah. Let your first line customer service people give them the authority to fix the problem. Yeah, because we're gonna what are they gonna do? Cost you an extra ten bucks. Yeah, but you want to know what? They got you. They got the customer who's going to come back and tell ten of their friends that they got great customer service from you. Yeah, and will more than make up for that ton dollars. Mm-hmm. More than make up for it. Yeah, I, I just think like there's a there's a way to do customer service if you want your business to succeed, mm-hmm. and there's a way to do customer service where you just don't care, and your business still may succeed, but you're going to get a bad reputation, and eventually, I would imagine that you're going to run out of customers. Yeah. Yeah, it's like going to a, like, if you go to a mechanic and the mechanic screws over enough people, eventually no one's going to recommend that mechanic anymore. Right. And everybody goes to a mechanic based off for recommendation. Oh, yeah. I mean, unless they're new to the area and then they might swing in, but you're going to lose them too. Yeah, well, but, I mean. So, I mean, yeah. eventually you're going to lose your customers, right? Yeah. So, I mean, hopefully but customer service is dead, but I will say this. Customers are a pain.
2: Yeah. yeah they really, oh, I could. Yeah.
0: People on the other side of the desk need to chill the hell out
1: yeah and, and I tried I really I try not to be and the thing is like dealing with the actual employees themselves I'm like, Look, I know it's not your fault and I'm I'm angry here to I'm not angry with you I'm angry at the situation but you're the you're the representative representative of the company, and right. then the one person's apologizing for you. He's like, dude, you don't, you, know, you didn't, you didn't do any of this. Right, you didn't
0: say you don't touch copper. Yeah, right. <laughs> you you didn't not put the picture in the email like you should have. Right, like from the break. You're they're there to fix the problem of, that someone else caused. Yeah, and like the person with me, you know what? She got me four hundred bucks, went back to bath for me, got me six hundred. Yeah. And it, you know what? I'll go back to Home Depot now. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and the other thing is like. Those are big ticket items. Mm-hmm. For Home Depot, not to make it right on a $2000 item. When it's hard enough to get someone in there to buy that $2000 oh, yeah. item cuz not every I mean there like you said you can go to Best Buy, you can go to Lowe's. I mean Home Depot and Lowe's fight tooth and nail. Oh yeah. Never mind all the appliance stores. If I was Home Depot, I would have been like, "Look, sir, I'm sorry. We're going to give you $400 for making this wrong." Yeah. That at least stops you from searching Oh, yeah. For a couple of days. It at least gives them one more try to get it right. Yep. And they're pretty much just like, nah, we're good, man. Yeah. Now so- they, sorry, I didn't work out for you. Right.
1: Now, what they did do is they did give me a... So, my, my whole experience with Home Depot cost them $150. Because <laughs> they gave me a $150 gift certificate to Home Depot. Right.
0: Which... Well, hey, that's something. Yeah.
1: and And the thing is, like, I'm not going to... Like I like once the order was canceled, I didn't expect them to be like, oh well, I'm gonna give you 500 bucks. Like we canceled the order. Like what do they care? Right. You know. The, so the fact that they did that, but the 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 point is that we had to get to that point with it. Yeah. You know when like you said if, if you gave that first person the authority and the autonomy to be able to say like no I'm gonna I'm gonna kill this now. Yeah. Like that goes a mil- like, like oh, the first person I talked to like then I'm telling everyone like yeah I called them up
0: I talked to one person it was squared away. Yeah. And that's what happened with the first person we talked to when we called up after with the dent. Yeah. We called the number. First person we talked to, she took care of it. Mm -hmm. Done. Yeah. I mean, I had to be on hold a couple of times, but shoot. I mean, being on being on the phone with her for 30 minutes got me a six hundred dollar discount. Oh, yeah. I'm good with that. Yeah. Try to make that hourly rate. Right. Twelve hundred bucks an hour. (laughs) Sold. Thank you. But yeah, I mean, so I mean, I guess at this point it's like, yeah, I hope customer service isn't dead. But again, like I said, I understand that customers, if you're nice, you know, the old phrase, catch more flies with honey, right? It, especially if you're the customer, that generally rings true. Oh, yeah. You'll get better customer service if you're just nice to the person when they scream. They know they messed up. Yeah. They know. Right. Because who else is going to sit through that? Beep, beep.
1: Right. You know, it's, it's you know, we, we had a, when I was, uh I was traveling with my dad and. Got bumped off a flight and went up. Everyone's yelling and screaming at the gate agent. And my dad walks up and is nice. Gets us on the next flight with an upgrade. So, like, yeah, be nice. And yeah. he was, my dad was, like, yelling at this guy is going to get you nowhere.
0: Yeah. So. um Not yeah. at the same time, though. I have yelled before. <laughs> like, I was in a car dealership. I yelled at the guy. Because we were we were there. We were making a deal on a car. We got final numbers. Mm-hmm. Right, like, cool. Let's do it. Gotten in the F and I office, numbers completely changed. Mm-hmm. Like five thousand dollars difference. Ooh. I, I I was irate. I left irate yeah. at that place. But you know, I also knew I was burning that bridge when I left. Yeah, I was like I'm never coming back here. But good conversation as far as you know, customer service. I mean, everyone says customer service is dead, but I also think that people that say customer service is completely dead are also people that yell scream holler yeah then they're probably getting some of the treatment that they probably deserve come right back at them and um hopefully you uh like subscribe comment share rate us on the podcast platforms google apple and we will see you next time